0: Welcome to The Lighter Side of Dark, Season 4. Two of the world's greatest podcasters could not make it this evening. Instead, here are your hosts, Solio and Smith. We are here now. It is uh, season four, episode eleven. We were
1: even getting a rousing round of applause. It sounded like well, we're starting to.
0: Well, I tried to find applause like for six people because that would be our that ty- would be our right typical li- our typical listening audience. But they
1: all stopped at once anyway. So it's it's it was part of the course. Well, for those effect, of you
0: that are that are upset and uh, just completely despondent, as uh, because we were off last week and it was unsuspected you can blame the solio family for that paul i understand you guys had a little bit of a scare last week
1: yes uh we did did have a little bit of a
0: scare and your family is justified for the fear i might i might add
1: yep um my 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 wife's mom tested positive for covid uh twice and my wife tested positive with a home test but then she tested negative negative with another home test and tested negative with a, uh, a swab test from uh, going in and getting the mouth swab test. So that was a little confusing. They both had symptoms. Her mom had worse symptoms. Fortunately, they were both vaccinated. I am vaccinated. I did not. We, we immediately isolated from each other, which is hard to do. You know, I like to be around my wife, but um, we're, we're lucky. You know, we, we all got the vaccine. They, they if, if my wife had it or not, she definitely was a little bit sick with something. Her mom definitely had it because she had the loss of taste and smell. So that's one of those telltale signs that you, you know. And, and she p- tested positive a couple times. So still going around. It's still, yep. still strong. It's, uh,
0: you know, the variant is, uh, I think the, the worst variant is the, is the variant of uh, stupidity. That's the sad, And that's the one that we're trying to
1: weed out, or at least COVID is trying to weed them out. Yeah,
0: and, and as much as I've always believed in uh, Darwin and the theory of evolution and uh, uh, thinning the herd and survival of the fittest and, and, and so on and so forth, I really wish it would rear its ugly head now and we could get rid of, of some of these people who just think uh, they're comparing. I mean, you see some of these shows... And some of these news reports, of these parents waving, I downloaded this from the internet, and this proves that masks don't do any good. You know, you can you can download anything you want from the internet. It doesn't prove anything. I know people
1: want they want a, that confirmation bias, and and they want to they want to find somebody who agrees with what they think or what they want to think or believe, and the internet makes that really possible. Unfortunately, really easy to do, and 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 it, it boggles the mind. That somebody can say, vaccines don't work, they cause autism, they're, they're not tested, not proven, and then go and take heartworm medicine for right. livestock. The,
0: the the original study that Jenny McCarthy glommed onto and, and made her, the only thing that made her relevant after her mm-hmm. Playboy shoot, Uh, was the you know her her coming out that you know these vaccines cause autism it was actually just recently proven that that was complete bullshit that was brought up as a hoax
1: and she she fell for it and then became sort of a platform to to help start the discussion among you know social media and and mainstream discussion and it shows you how dangerous and how much how much information can be weaponized through i I
0: understand how my mind works Mm. my mind's very analogous I, i like analogies um, if, I, if I'm if i I'm putting something in perspective or trying to understand why something is the way it is, I, I think of an analogy, and there was a, a, a Facebook post, so you know it's obviously true if true. it's on Facebook. 100%,
1: yeah.
0: And it showed a cartoon, two men standing next to each other, both of them naked, and one of them was peeing on the other guy. <laughs> and it said, if neither of you are wearing pants and a guy pees on you, you get wet. Now, the next frame showed the one guy wearing pants and the other guy peeing on him his pants still get wet the next frame shows if they're both wearing pants and that guy's peeing he's only getting himself wet Mm -hmm. and the analogy is if just if everybody wears masks out in public and especially if you're non-vaccinated this is this is how we can stop the spread and to me it's it's simple it's
1: a great analogy i think because the piss for lack of a better term is a it's a visualization of what the airborne virus is doing and i think that's the problem some people are grasping it's like because i can't see it it can't reach this far or something but you have to use like pretend the virus is a stream of pee you're peeing six feet away across to somebody that's why you kind of got to stay that far back so think like you said think of that mask as
0: mask of the genes. oh no dude when i was younger when I was in my te- my teens, shoot, I could I could piss eight feet away. You can arc that too. I could blow porcelain off of a stand up <laughs> urinal when I was younger. Now not so much. Yeah. The not stream
1: much. is not what it once was, however, you know.
0: Yeah. Now I've prostrated myself. Is that the word? <laughs> um yeah, I prostrate probably the size of a small football at this point. So, uh, well, I'm glad to hear that everybody in the family is doing well. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Man, both, War. both my daughters uh, ended up uh, testing positive for COVID uh, three weeks ago, what, almost a month ago now, and one of them had—I don't want to say had it bad, but really felt bad for several just days.
1: Crappy. That's what I'm hearing. A lot of people and, say. Uh, yep, and just the just other crappy. one,
0: the uh, the Republican, um, had no issues at all, which I think is going to be one of the worst things that could have happened because now, right. now she'll go, it was nothing for and her. I'll, go, I'll go, what about your uncle Mark who died? Right. Well, uh, that, you know, uh, whatever. She'll, she'll have an excuse for that too, because it's she's, like, she's, she's, she's raised Republican and, uh, and that's kind of the way it is. Self,
1: self just, it's all about me. It doesn't matter how it affects other people. That seems to be the, the anti-mask stance.
0: Well, for the history of our podcast, which is, uh, uh, Coming to the uh, close of season four here before long, uh, segment one's always been about uh, politics or current stuff in the news. What a, what, a, what a hurricane is skirting the coast, we talked about that and, and so on. But now let's talk about uh, Biden's Afghanistan. Sure. Though you and I both voted for Biden, I still don't think it was handled in the best way that it could have been. That's called being an adult and realizing that everything the person you voted for may not have been done perfectly. Mm-hmm. However, the major complaints have been kind of um, taken care of in the, in the past few days, based on what you've heard, right? The, most of the major complaints people had about what he did... Kind of been rectified, right? Well,
1: what are, what are you referring to specifically? Because you know how people will find reasons to complain about anything, especially if they're a, of the other party.
0: Well, uh, he didn't evacuate anybody. No. I mean, if you if you don't count one hundred and thirteen thousand people, in about a week, God, I didn't evacuate anybody, or one hundred and thirteen thousand. That's a pretty big difference. That's like me saying to you, I'd like to give you no money. Or one hundred and thirteen thousand, or, or enough to live on forever. They're, forever. they're basically about the same, right? <laughs> um, so the the original pullout, <laughs> he said, pullout yeah. was supposed to be May, mm-hmm. uh, based on, uh, mm-hmm. on, on on former mm-hmm. President Trumpy Trump's uh, plan. Right. Plan. Hearing the hearing mm-hmm. Trump and plan. Yeah, that doesn't always go. Unless it has to do with benefiting him, then he, then he's got a plan. True. So it was. So Biden delayed it to august 31st now somebody put in there uh, on facebook today that that biden is kowtowing to the taliban because the taliban told him to get out oh wow interesting that's that's really cool i i like how your mind works uh no the plan was uh to to end this 20-year 4 trillion dollar war and whether it was active, conventional fighting or not doesn't matter to me. It was still a war. It's still an
1: occupation. It's a war. It's, it's, it's resources being And uh, real
0: time with Bill Maher. Bill Maher was talking about how Afghanistan is uh, where empires go to die. Yep. Four different empires went in there and was supposedly going to change Afghanistan. And all four of them left with their tail between their legs. Yep. Us being the longest one, 20 years. So... Then there was the bombing outside of Kabul. Let me ask you this: People seem to have gotten really, really upset about the capital city of Afghanistan being taken over. Yeah, now they give a shit, right? But our own capital. Yeah, that's no problem.
1: That's that's patriots. It's it's, it's I, I don't know. I feel like I've heard a lot of people say I'm li- I feel like I'm living in a simulation. Because they're so mind boggled at the
0: cognitive dissonance going on right now, thank you yeah it's it's the hypocrisy that really confuses me and 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 angers me the most, yeah, these people, and yes, I'm using the term these people" <laughs> as in middle Easterners, people of the Islamic faith in most cases in most cases, um again, a friend of mine, right wing nut job Republican, I'm back to calling them that again because it's it's rooted its ugly head. He doesn't understand the difference between Muslim and Islam any more than he's the same one that doesn't understand the difference between socialism and And communism. Communism There's a lot of them. And I explained to him, I said, You keep calling people um, Muslims. And Muslim is a culture of people where Islam is a religion. There are Christian Muslims. He, 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 oh, that that completely what? blew his man, mind. no, man, shit. <laughs> exactly. I believe you get your ass kicked for saying something like that. So these people, as my father used to say, have been fighting for as long as recorded time. Yes. And somebody put on Facebook. Well now you got the Taliban wanting to kill all the wanting to kill Americans, and no. it, I that never stopped. Right. So in order for somebody to say, uh, oh, did, are you still doing that? No. In order to still be doing it, I would have had to have stopped and, re- uh, and, and not restarted. Um, these people have always wanted to kill the infidels, and the infidels are anybody who's not them. Yeah. Kind of like Trump, very xenophobic. Anybody who's not like him, he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, this Afghan pullout, did not cause the Taliban to want to kill Americans. No. They've always wanted to kill Americans.
1: And let's not forget in 2017, Trump negotiated the release of 5,000 Taliban. Yeah. So, you know, he, he, Trump literally released Taliban. He freed them. 5,000 of them. Including one of the ones that was in that picture of them, you know, occupying that, that famous picture uh, after they occupied the, the place. And, um, but here's here's the thing. People, they all they do is infight in Afghanistan. So it's any any weapons they've recovered, a lot of them are outdated anyway. They require a lot of maintenance. They're not going to know what to do with them.
0: Uh, you know, the last four presidents have left $30 billion worth of uncla- um, yeah. unused and outdated weaponry on four different continents. Yeah. But nobody's putting that on Facebook.
1: Right. So, so if anyone's worried about them stealing our technology or becoming more powerful, that ain't going to happen. Anything they could potentially sell, reverse engineer, China, Russia, they, they already have shit that's better than that. So they are just going to use it up till it breaks and then go back to their AK-47s. Second of all, all they ever do, it's it's such tribalism in Afghanistan, the infighting will continue no matter who's there or not there. Exactly. So unless in the years we've been there, Afghanistan as a state has organized its own militia that is in agreement, which doesn't appear to have happened,
0: unless we miss something. Actually, thousands of American... Servicemen and women have died in Afghanistan. Yeah. How are they less important than the 13 who died recently? Right. Now, let me help you with that. They're not. They're not. The 13 that happened now, uh, being constantly put on Facebook and so on and so forth. Oh, I went to this bar, and the bar had 13 drinks set up on the on the bar for the 13 men that aren't coming home.
1: How about the 7,000 drinks? So that we do that for one for one. For and when and, Bush and, and the today. truth
0: of the matter is, I, I know what mm-hmm. you're saying. You're, you're, not, you're not anti-sympathetic to, to uh, a useless loss. Right. But war, all war is useless. Right. It, it provides no real... It doesn't have to and happen. You can't just pick 13
1: out of this whole 20 years and say... They, can. Is, they, because can. they, can. they can. They
0: can. they can try to pin them on Biden. Right. And Biden's the commander-in-chief. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's going to let it He him. He's going to have to take those, just like any president. Yeah. The last the, the last and only president to have never fired a shot... In war or in response to war, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. And they voted him out as quick as possible and got one of the biggest warmongering presidents in there that you could imagine. Now, I can talk about Reagan because I voted for him twice, and I read his autobiography. A lot of it's, it's twice
1: as thick as a lot the Bible. Of people did vote for him twice, and I, I used to have a different opinion of Reagan back when I was younger. Because you know you learn things as you get older that you didn't know then. So
0: things, really, you can you yeah, can get new you can get new information, new information
1: and, that that sort of paints things in a different, more sinister light. Imagine now that. When,
0: when I read his uh, his autobiography, I learned a lot about the man and why he had to make some of those hard decisions. Right, because he understand uh, understood excuse me as a politician that it's all about compromise. If you want the hostages out, you got to go ahead and get some money, to get some weapons for the Contras, and then blah, 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 blah hmm. and one move, you know, another. He didn't he, negotiate with terrorists. He, he believed in trickle-down economics, oh, the word. way it was explained to him. I think he was a useful tool for them. He believed in it, absolutely, and he was a great orator. But I want to get back yeah. real quick to Trump. Another person on Facebook put something on there. Um, you know, I didn't like Trump either, but he was at least he was strong. He wasn't weak. I couldn't think. I couldn't disagree more with anybody's
1: statement. Ever. I think there's
0: a <laughs> difference between strong and mean. There's a big difference.
1: Mean is usually weak. First of all, yeah. because it comes from a position of fear or insecurity. That's I, I, have to, I, have, I
0: have to attack you and, and get you afraid.
1: Yeah, that's the lowest common. You know, is, is fear. Fear to control people. That's and
0: it. I've said this before. I I had an uncle Walter who said crazy shit. Now he yeah. always said what was on his mind. Right. But just because he said what was on his mind it didn't automatically make it credible. Yeah, right. Just because someone doesn't have a filter doesn't mean they're honest. It wasn't the solution. And you know, I mean, he eventually died in prison for manslaughter. Oh. Because he got really mad at a neighbor of his and shot him wow but but you know but he proved his point he said what was on his mind right and and so on and so forth another person on facebook oh look now uh, you know, you got the the libs crazy about gun control and look at biden leaving all these guns over there don't bitch to me about gun oh, control they're not the up. same thing they don't get it these are people who don't have the,
1: the capacity well, for... those of you that <laughs> don't
0: like strawberry pie, let me just say, look at this rhubarb going to waste right here. That proves my point. It has nothing... I one know, doesn't have anything to I do know. with the other. You
1: have to look at this in a bubble almost and look at it as uh, as a military operation in a different country. And you have to, you know, you you factor in how it affects America. But in terms of strategically what, you, what you're doing and what you're not doing, what you're leaving, what you're not... They've thought all that through. They know. They're not going to leave, well, we have these really top secret plans and these weapons that it's going to make them stronger. So I think we're just going to leave them there and get our, that's what, that's probably how they'll try to spin it. But that's not the case. It's just, it's
0: just not. Did you ever see the uh, movie, the old uh, Tom Hanks, Shelley Long movie, The Money Pit? Unfortunately, I saw that once and it was so bad. I don't even know if I finished it. Yeah. It it was the first movie at a drive-in. Oh so, wow! So, okay. Uh, well, you remember that? So I, I actually watched a little bit of it. And eventually, you, you just have to go. You know what? I'm going to cut my losses and sell this place. I
1: think that that's probably that should have been the tagline of the movie. But yeah. yeah.
0: And and Biden cut the losses. Yeah. And it's a uh, sunk cost. And, and and sold the place. It's a sunk cost. He says he refused to pass it on to a fifth president. Yeah. Which hopefully will be uh, Kamala Harris.
1: It's really hard to argue against pulling out of Afghanistan. I really want to know the counter-arguments. If it's the gun shit, if it's the, the, the equipment shit, that we just I just countered that immediately. They're, they're not going to sustain or be able to make anything useful out well, of that. Well, supposedly
0: we were there to, to build a country, and Kabul looks exactly the same now as it did yeah. 20 years ago. I need mean, a few more satellite dishes. That's yeah. about it.
1: That was never happening. I, I don't know. You know. Obama was too inexperienced to figure out how to get us out of there. I'm sure he would have wanted to. But obviously that didn't happen. And, uh, you know, then we got four years of the the biggest jackass on the planet. And and now finally we got Grandpa Joe's like just just end it, you know, cut our losses. I mean, how many more billions and trillions are we just going to – they're just sitting there. There's no end
0: goal. There's no progress. There's no – But people are like, you know, is this going to be the albatross that Joe's never going to be able to get rid of? With today's news cycle – no, I think it'll be forgotten about it in, will. in, in little or no time
1: this should be a, uh, this should be a positive thing they'll it'll be the they'll, guy that got us out of the war that was ridiculous' and they'll, they'll
0: bring it they'll bring it back up again yeah. around uh, the midterms to try to scare people. Um, I think the Democrats, I think they're going to be ready to push back on that. Because God, I hope so, because Democrats are weak have, when
1: it comes to that they stuff. They have been, but I think Joe's tired of the shit because he's old enough to kind of be like, fuck all you little whippersnappers. I've been alive longer than you've been in the Senate, so fuck off. Like, that That mentality, he's not as aggressive, but I still think he doesn't, like, I think he views them as, get get out of my face. So I'm hoping to see some sort of aggressive pushback on don't even start with that because you, you've been dragging us through here for 20 years. Yeah. How I, much yeah, longer?
0: I did, I did your plan.
1: It, right, yeah. yeah. So I hope you, they have to be ready for that. And I hope they also building on that start getting ready for the midterms start really going after and just attack ads attack ads and mudslinging all the dirty tactics to get people out to vote for midterms but i will tell
0: you the gop is absolutely fantastic at getting a talking point and just they are chewing on it and That's holding why on they and have it they never to let it go back because eventually Yes, people will start. Well, I've heard that enough. It's got to be true. I know. And I think that I think
1: they are starting to learn. One of the things the Obama campaign and hence the Biden campaign also was very good at was reaching young people, getting their, you know, when it was time to get the word out to get to. They knew how to target the right people with the right message. I noticed a big difference in Biden's campaign versus Hillary's. I saw a lot of Biden stuff. A lot. I saw nothing for Hillary. So I think he tapped Obama or the same people. And I think they're going to continue to do that with midterms, I'm hoping, and for the next election. Because that's that's what Trump's team did so well the first time was the messaging and the advertising. I saw Trump ads on YouTube all the time. The second time around, not so much because they didn't really have the resources. They were trying
0: to... Also, I I didn't didn't think he thought he could possibly lose. Um, He knew his fervent... Followers, his cult followers, right. would be the ones that would be uh, that yeah. would be literally the followers. Plan was to have the
1: advantage and not spend all the resources on that. You but, just but you
0: just touched on a subject that I wanted to uh, ask you about. Do you realize that seventy percent of the population in Afghanistan is under twenty five years old? Wow. Seventy percent of the entire country's population is under twenty five. Twenty of those years have pretty much been under American, non-Taliban control. That's interesting.
1: It makes me wonder if there will be, uh, if we'll even see it or not, I don't know, but could there be a natural revolution of could sorts? Could there be a
0: ground swelling of people going, no, we, uh-huh. we want our women to be able to have rights. We want our women to be able to be educated. It could happen. Remember when Iran was headed that way like in the 70s? Women could, it, it, were, it, was,
1: it was starting to look so, and then obviously that went to shit, but it would be so nice to see a country just taking control of their own country from a militant sort of type of, of group, and you just have never seen it in the Middle East. As long as we've been around, it's been constant fighting, and religion is all violent, but the Middle East well, particularly.
0: The, and again, you're you're really great at leading into the various things that we like to both talk about. Um, the Obviously, Islam, if you are... If you martyr yourself and kill infidels, you get to go to heaven and you get 72 virgins. That within itself is a statement of saying that the ultimate thing on earth, the single thing that makes people the happiest on earth, is a virgin virgin woman to have sex with.
1: 72 of them, to be very oddly
0: specific. Yes. Not just one, not two. not. George not, Carlin said it best. You know, after the fourth or fifth virgin, hey, give me a hooker. I want somebody who <laughs> knows what she's doing. <laughs> That's great. Very true. Carlin, classic. But yeah, it's it, it amazes me that religions, the way they just absolutely tear away at women's rights, mm-hmm. women to just be just be treated as an equal, and yet pews are full of women. I know.
1: It's 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 sort of this big, I don't know if it's like a Stockholm Syndrome kind of thing where they've just been beaten down with it and indoctrinated with it for so long that they just sort of, I am just a woman who has property. You know, there are some of those Stepford type wives who just toe the line, or who act very overpassive and just... Let all that stuff go and make excuses for the man. Oh, he couldn't control his urges. That kind well, of you weird. Know, the, the
0: man, you know, I love it. And when I see these ministers do these wedding ceremonies, you know, the woman shall recognize the man as the head of the house, as Jesus is the head of the church. Huh? And I mean, obey is still in that dogma if you get married in church. Uh, honor and obey. Honor then. and obey. Uh, we talked about in the origins of phrases, you know. The guys uh, just got clever. R- rule of thumb. You can r- beat a woman with a st- stick as right. long as it's not bigger than your thumb. I love how they're like, guys, come on, no, no, no,
1: no. We can't be cruel. It can't be wider than this. Get like a thing that's going to break. So she just, it's, it's just the logic that goes into what they think is okay and what's not. Just will never not fascinate me. It just blows my mind. All of, all of our good morals come from religion, supposedly. That's the funny thing. They they use that as the big prop and the big like that's the backbone of religions or
0: so they would make it seem. Yet yeah. Religion you, teaches you to be kind to others. Yeah. Um little children, little small children are they default on being kind and caring? Yeah. They learn that yeah, you better le- you better be that way or you're going to burn in hell forever. Oh, so now I definitely have to be that way right. even though I was that way before. It's fear it's just they go straight to fear. And uh,
1: it's interesting because I know in our, our, our later our segment we're going to be talking about preachers. And, yes, and, and so Mount this the top
0: four uh, famous televangelists.
1: But, yeah, so we've got plenty of dirt, I think, to, to spill on, on some of them. But, yeah, it's so anti that the, the contrasts and the contradictions are just so obvious. And they call it the good book. I would call it the confusing book. Right. They've, and it's been modified so much. It's like you could tell when they're like, eh, let's just say honor and obey.
0: So they listen to what well, we Well, it do. was funny because uh, Sam Harris, a very famous, outspoken atheist, I, I watch a lot of his uh, YouTube videos, mm-hmm. talks about it. He goes, he goes, the Bible could be improved so easily just by going through and getting rid of the crap, reinforcing the good things, and adding a few good things. Get rid of the thou shalt not. Uh, have another uh, another god accept me because I'm jealous I love that that is so weird today. jealousy is one of the seven deadly <laughs> sins but God's jealous so I guess
1: hypocrisy if God's hypocrisy hypocritical then, then we can be too it's yeah
0: Carl explained, explain don't kill don't steal don't cheat that's there a, you go that's a pretty big that's the main thing uh, he goes. How about don't touch kids? <laughs> yeah. Have <laughs> we had that one in there? How about uh, yeah. how about don't uh, don't rape? How about we had that one in there? Now we're up to five. Yeah.
1: Don't don't. Yeah, rape like no sexually inappropriate stuff with people that don't
0: want it, and then the other things and 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 uh, Christopher Hitchens is always talking about. He goes, find me a culture or a country or a society that has grown up um, with the teachings of Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Paine, some of the the, the great intellectuals and, and for the betterment of humanity. Human, and, and show me where those societies have gone off the deep end. You won't find them. Yeah. He goes, a lot of the Scandinavian countries are that way. They're the least religious. And they're, every year, voted the happiest countries on earth.
1: Yeah. They're, they're also very, they have a lot of socialized medicine and, and well, a my, lot of education. My, my
0: friend says, oh, dude, did you see how much they pay in taxes? Yeah, I did. And I know where that tax dollars go to. And they do, too. Free health care. Free public transportation. Mm-hmm. All these things are free because the money that they spend, these people don't have to have cars. They don't have to worry about if I if I get sick with mm-hmm. cancer. Even though I guarantee you, if somebody finds a cure for cancer, all these people are going, I don't know what's in that shit. I'd rather have cancer. Oh, yeah. That's going to have like the answer. We're there. Yeah. Now, we're, not, we're not heading there.
1: We're there sure, and and the uh, the pharmaceutical industry will be happy to fund that because they want to kind of keep that cancer thing going, and yeah keep there's the no money in a cure, right the money's in treatment exactly so yeah. they'll they'll find a way to to you know all that dark money mm-hmm. the, the, the less we know where this dark money goes, the more terrifying it is because all that means is it's trying to fund anti democracy shit is, is is all it really tells me because if if it wasn't. If, if, if it wasn't a problem, you would just show
0: us where. Now, I, I, I saw on uh, PolitiFact uh, the other day. I put a question in there: How many bills went through Congress and were signed by presidents from 1950 to 1990? The average over a four-year span. This this may surprise you, but it's about a hundred. So over four a four-year, twenty-five bills, fifty-two weeks a year, about one bill passes or one bill gets through Congress about every two weeks. Okay. So you think, okay, not since McConnell got it. not not a <laughs> not a bad not a bad gig, you, right? You, you you have to say yes or no to a question once every two weeks, mm-hmm. and get paid one hundred and thirty-six thousand a year plus all the other benefits. Perfect health and, care being Congress, yeah. So not a bad, not a bad gig. And by the way, if you're really, if you know how to scare other people, if you know how to scare people really well, you can have that job forever. That's what they've Um, all learned. So how many bills make it to the president's desk since Clinton? Since Clinton? How long has McConnell been the the majority? (laughs) He's been there a while. Uh, as, much as, I, as much as I could trash McConnell <laughs> on a hundred percent of anything you talk about, yeah. he's not been the only one, as you know. Of but course, he's of the course. one. He's the one we have now. He
1: is the Grim Reaper for a reason, though. Over over a four year period. Over a four year period, like on average, three? how 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 many?
0: One. A fourth. a fourth. A fourth of the number of bills. So twenty five. Okay. Bills over a four year period. Gotcha. That sounds about right. Just slow, so, slowing, slowing everything to a crawl. Wh- how is how is any legislation being being handled? It's just being, and the word is retarded, as in th- the <laughs> no, flow. No, true. The, the true flow. Word,
1: right. The flow is being retarded, held back. Meaning, meaning slowing down. Yeah. Right. Not. Yeah. not not you know retarded. Oh, like, I, I, like use, I use mentally, that, I use that I use that
0: phrase on Facebook, and somebody put it on there uh, you shouldn't be using that word. I look said, it up no, in the You you shouldn't be so offended by the word. First of all, the word has nothing to do with Down syndrome people or people with special needs. It just doesn't. Yeah. It, it the word is retarding the flow, slowing the process, slowing <laughs> the process. About
1: flame retardant, are you going to get offended because this is flame retardant material? Well, it's not the flame retardant well, you material. You picture a little
0: cartoon flame going. Yeah, you know. right. Yeah. Is that why they're offended? So
1: yeah. People are just idiots. Well, welcome to America. <laughs> I guess that's the point of what we're this, doing this, this, whole, <laughs> this whole segment one. <laughs> segment
0: one should just be called People, People are Idiots. idiots.
1: Welcome yeah. to the <laughs> lighter set of dark. You're all You jackasses. are nutcase. Yeah, the you are
0: nutcase. Blanket statement. Well, I, I just want to say to um, all of our uh, many, many, many Republican listeners, and uh, you know who you are, both of you, Um mm-hmm. They probably just listen to us just to get more riled up. Might be a hate listen. Or, the, or. the truth is, I, I don't hate anybody just because I disagree with them. I, I try not to use the word hate very much. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that I can have discussions and disagreements with on politics, on religion, you know, on sex, the big three. Yeah. Yet, I'm trying not to hate them. And and Bill Maher again. I'm a big fan of Bill Maher. He, he says, you know, he, you know, hate Trump. Don't hate the supporters. I have the opposite view on that. Yeah. I I have more problems with the supporters and the believers than I do the person. I'm not mad at the cult leader. I'm mad at the cult people yeah. who fall for I, it.
1: I am, but for different reasons. They're and I so I, yeah.
0: Longing for that group, they'll just say and do anything. I'm
1: angry at the cult leader, and I'm really angry and frustrated with the cult followers yeah like how could you be that that same sort of disbelief like how how could you be okay with what this rhetoric
0: period just any other rhetoric it's just well people say they voted for trump because he was unlike any politician they'd ever had before i can see that i really can i really can i can get that this guy says what's on his mind right no, he was but, the
1: anti-establishment guy. But,
0: but you don't think of qualifications, uh, qualities I look for in a president. Somebody who just says what's on his mind, ooh, that could cause a lot of problems. Yeah.
1: Someone and it who, almost did. Someone who's ma- who is known to be a narcissist and only self-interested, I can't think of a worse type of person to put in a leadership role because their decisions are going to be based on what makes them look good or feel good, not what is good for the country. That is just a fact of of, of malignant narcissism. I mean, and he is textbook malignant narcissist again probably because his dad was a piece of shit and it's not his fault for being brought up like you know you you can't control how your brain starts to function but the fact is he was unfit to be a president
0: plain and simple oh and they talked about uh, um, joe sniffing people's hair and uh, that he's a pedophile and molest children. I ask people, show me any evidence where any accusations of that has ever been made. No, now you're just going to calling somebody the worst thing you can call another human being yeah. on the on the planet, and you're doing it to rile people up. But Donald Trump saying, grabbing women by the pussies, that's okay. But then, but I, I got one of my friends, he never responded. Yeah. And I said, you're making an awfully big deal about this where you're starting to sound like a libertard nut job woke person you're going these women's feelings these women's feelings they they're important he shouldn't he shouldn't be smelling their hair isn't that kind of the opposite of what they like really (laughs) normally they 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 would be saying uh, well that's just locker room talk right yeah Yeah, that's what guys do he's just a guy man so you know, Who hasn't grabbed a few pussies? Like, yeah. Well, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, ma- the majority of people. Not without consent. That should consent. be a commandment. Thou shall not grab pussies. Yeah. All right. We're going to be back with segment number two. and season four, we've been doing a featured musical artists, The Blank and The. And uh, today we have a-, a special one. It's Prince and The Revolution. The I'm Revolution. excited because
1: I know you're a big, big Prince
0: fan. I am. And, and yeah, got we're a lot only going to talk about The Prince and The Revolution, period. The period. Absolutely. So. That's that's Because there's plenty of it. You're listening to The Lighter Side of Dark with Solo and Smith. We'll be back. You know, we lost a lot of people during the pandemic, which makes me think of those people close to me. What if there was a way to remember them after they're gone? Well, now there is. My Forever Story. With My Forever Story, they come to your loved one, ask them the questions they choose, and in less than an hour, they have their entire life story recorded. In their own words, and most importantly, their own voice. It's uploaded to the secure website and made available for all to hear, even future generations. No more trying to remember Grandpa's favorite stories. Now you can hear him talk about them himself. Your kids and your grandkids will be able to listen to your story from their phone or computer anytime. If you think your kids will read your life story, good luck. But they will listen if it's on their phone. Takes less than an hour, and in most cases, it's under $100. Call the toll-free number 866 913 or go to the website my, the number 4 everstorycom My forever story. Their voice, their words, their story. All staff members wear masks and abide by CDC COVID restriction guidelines. Your safety is our first priority. Hey
1: everyone, this is Solio
0: from the lighter side of dark,
1: and I want to talk about my favorite bakery in the whole world, Cupy Cakes. If you live in the greater Tampa Bay area and you have a special event coming up, a wedding, birthday, getting off probation, I want you to give them a call, go to their website, check out their work. It is impeccable. They've been around since 2011 and they make the most incredible custom cakes you'll ever see. www.ourcubbycakes.com or you can find them on Pinterest, Instagram, or Facebook, Check them out today. I promise you won't be disappointed. Cupcakes, where life is sweet.
0: Lighter Side of Dark featured musical artist. We are back, segment number two, talking Prince and the Revolution and the Revolution. Nice for you to join us today. You're listening to The Lighter Side of Dark, Solio and Smith, uh, season four, episode eleven. We are starting with uh, September. We're already in the month of uh, September. We are today
1: is September first, and we are uh, still. Dragon out and the artists Labor
0: so. Day Labor Day weekend this weekend oh boy already which, or, or, as right. New, or as New Orleans would call it Hurricane Weekend man it's like Crazy, can you believe it?
1: Could, on the anniversary of Katrina, like that's is that really the joke that God needed to play? Like, <laughs> hey guys, remember <laughs> Katrina?
0: I just remember George Bush going, We're gonna find Katrina, I'm gonna bring her to justice. Seriously, that all, all this damage she did in, in New Orleans. But something George Bush said that really surprised me back then. This is him calling right now. <laughs> he heard, heard your impressions like that
1: wasn't bad, wasn't bad. I, I want to paint a little bit more.
0: So, uh, he actually said three days after Katrina. Back in the day, uh, you know, this was a big storm coming, and uh, y- y'all had like four, three, four days' to notice. Y- y- y'all should have left then. Yeesh. Now, if you think about it, okay, he said what was on his mind, which I guess that's the only thing that people care about anymore, except mm. except when I do it, that I'm a I'm a liberal nut job if I say what's on my mind. So um, silly. The same thing could be said for the Americans left in Afghanistan. You've known this was going to happen for months, right? Get out. Yeah, don't don't wait around. And then um, there was a uh, story in Katrina actually, where the Katrina came through and the floodwaters started to rise. Water was getting to this this old man's house, and uh, a rowboat pulled up out front. And said, "Come on, get in." And he goes, "Nope, the good Lord will provide for me." So. The next day, the floodwaters were up at the top of the roof of his house. And a boat, a Coast Guard boat, came up and said, "Come on, man, you got to get in. The waters are rising." Nope, good Lord's going to take care of me. Then the next thing you know, he's on top of his chimney, holding on to a like a weather vane antenna. And a helicopter <laughs> flies over and drops the ladder down. He says, "Come on, man, get on." And he goes, "Nope, the good Lord's going to take care of me." The guy eventually drowns. Goes to heaven. Meets Saint Peter at the pearly gates, and he goes, "Is that Jesus right there?" He goes, "Absolutely." He walks over. And goes, "Jesus, uh, why did you forsake me? Why did you let me die in the flood of Katrina?" And Jesus said, "I sent two boats and a helicopter, dumbass." <laughs> it's,
1: just, I it's a good lesson in sort of like overlooking the obvious, or or maybe 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 having too much faith in the wrong thing, or being blinded by your faith. All of those things, maybe, or just being an idiot. Maybe a touch of a touch of all those things, but uh, that, that, that is how it feels sometimes. You know, trying to get through to someone who is who is so uh, used to using religion or a book or someone else's thoughts as a basis of an argument. You know, that's not a basis of an argument. Those aren't facts. Those are interpretations and and things that are written down and. I'll just, you know, once someone truly believes that it's okay to argue from that point of view, then, uh, you know, I don't know that there's any hope. Yeah,
0: they had they had time to get so out. I tend I
1: tend to avoid just debating. I kind of smile and walk away if I know that that's where it's heading because I know we're, I'm just gonna they're just gonna give us a headache.
0: All right, this uh, this uh, episode's featured musical artist Prince and the Revolution. Uh, th- this was obviously the the band, the group that he had during his his heyday, the peak of his career, uh, during the movie uh, Purple Rain and and so on. Um, what, in your opinion, one of the uh, the best songs from that time period with Prince and the Revolution? Well,
1: I mean. I guess "Purple Rain" is the easy choice because that was the superstar song. Didn't you say that he had written that for Stevie uh, yes. uh, for Stevie Nicks, yeah. or with the intent, with the uh, intent of giving uh, it to uh, uh, Stevie Nicks? Of Stevie Nicks, um, which I always thought was interesting. Um, hmm. Ooh, let's go crazy! Yeah, that might be the one. I, I, a day to get this thing as a all DJ, all right. I, I hate this part.
0: But as a Prince guy, this is part of it. If you can thing. get past all the BS and you start it, a... <laughs> um, Yes. you gotta let him get through Yeah, the church, the preaching. I have always wanted yeah, to marry a couple in a Prince style. This is the opening of the wedding ceremony.
1: What is it with all the wedding stuff in the '80s? George Michael, Prince, a lot of marriage and church stuff. There we go. Yeah, this is a great
0: song great tempo, just the, light, light. So much yeah. the, uh, the talking guitar conversation that's about to happen is question-answer.
1: He was definitely a master of all, like, he Prince is fascinating to me, because I didn't grow up as a big Prince fan, because I just wasn't, just wasn't part of my, my every day, but Getting older, looking back, I, I am always fascinated looking back musicians as an adult and just seeing... He, like, spoke the language of music, is the best way I can put it. He he just... You can tell by the amount of content he put out, but it was like... To him, it was just... It was like, like speaking Russian or, or French. It just was a language to him, is yep. how it felt. And that, that... When you just said that... Quite that, con- that conversation with the guitar.
0: When he first brought his demo to Warner Brothers uh, back in the day, they said... Uh, they said, "Wow, this is great stuff. We want to sign you to a three-album deal. We want to get uh, get you and your band out on tour. So, yeah. how soon can you get the band in to sign their contracts?" And he's like, "Well, there's no band. Well, no, who did this? Who did all this music for this demo for you? And I played every single I, instrument. I did it. Yeah, that's another. He played every single instrument, and it wasn't uncommon in rehearsals and for studio albums and stuff." where he would just say, cut, 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 and walk over, and jerk the bass yeah. out of the bass guy, and boom, 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 boom,
1: boom, boom, And he had that vision. And, you know, people like and that he, are... he
0: play it like this.
1: Yeah, yeah. He kind of, like, he knew what he wanted. He was just trying to convey it, like, copy-paste. Like, this is what I want to just... You do copy that exactly. So he was a composer, basically, is one way agree of with putting that. it. Um, and he must have been an absolute nightmare to work with because of that. But those people are also always some of the most
0: successful people, well, people ever people always said he's a perfectionist that's what i are saying that's early. a nice way really, really, an asshole really really hard to work
1: yeah yeah he's a perfectionist means he's famous I don't want to throw him under the bus but god
0: damn what a nightmare when doves cry yeah hard to hear this song and not picture him riding along in his motorcycle right. with Apollonia on the back heading towards the waters of Lake Minnetonka the movie really it was such a Useful
1: co pilot to some of these songs because it painted that the visual, you know, it added a little of that visual, and uh, and really, this did kind of make him a superstar. This, this in, in, the,
0: in the movie, you know, it was, you have to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka, so she strips down and looked gorgeous, jumped in that freezing cold water, and came out and says, Why are you laughing? <laughs> that ain't Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> And uh, years ago, I pissed off somebody at one of my karaoke shows when uh, he was going to do uh, Eminem without me. Okay. And uh, so we got to, I, I was interviewing him, basically. I said, so have you seen the movie 8 Mile? He goes, yeah, I saw it. I loved it. I said, I liked it better when it was called Purple Rain. You can almost lay out Purple Rain and 8 Mile almost frame by frame. It's almost exactly Interesting. the same
1: movie. I never thought to do that, but I could totally see it because, you know, the musician as the bassist. Bunny Rabbit and the kid. Yeah.
0: Both kind of ostracized in their musical community. Both were really, really good. They did. Had it. a following of their, their band, or in, mm-hmm. in Eminem's case, his his little squad. Enough. 313. To show
1: that there was like, people who appreciated them. A
0: girl who was into him, and he was into her, mm-hmm. and they had a tumultuous relationship. And then the other guy comes in and steals her, like Morris did. And then there's a, then there's a climactic scene at the end where he's up there, you know, you better do good tonight, kid.
1: Right. You and know, he kills he, it.
0: Yeah, and uh, then comes out and blows Purple Rain out, or Eminem close, closes it out with the battle with yeah. Papa Doc. It's almost exactly right. the same. Come from a, a an estranged home where the mother's weird. It's
1: like they use the same plot points, the same the, the, the same sort of uh, formula, I mm-hmm. guess. You know, just copy-paste and plug in. You know, they, they probably figured, well, is it different enough for the vibe that it's just grittier and it's Eminem, but you know, picked up on that. So did you know that uh,
0: Prince uh, was uh, epileptic?
1: I didn't know. Maybe that's why he was such a good guitar player. It's
0: a, a possibility. It too. sounds
1: like in the beginning of When Doves Cry. That little solo could very well be a seizure.
0: Yeah, he was. He was epi- actually uh, epileptic as a child, wow. and his parents, being a seven-day uh, Adventists, you know, said it was you know God. Oh boy, you
1: know. no wonder he was a little nutty. <sighs> yeah. How can you a avoid little, it? A little nutty. I mean you grow um, up with seven Day of Venice as your parents. A
0: couple a couple of Prince's best songs also came from his Prince in the Revolution days.
1: yeah I'm, I'm looking at the at the chart songs one, two, one, two, most of the good ones really. Good old very yeah. 1985 but I was very beret And the good middle of the road yeah. not too loud. I can, actually do, I
0: can actually do that on karaoke. It's, except, it's, for the, except for that. Right, right. I do those. And it's interesting,
1: though, because he does, as, as, as great as Prince is and as much range as he does have, that particular song is kind of in a, he's pretty, he doesn't go crazy with his range in that one.
0: He uh, saved Let's Go Crazy for
1: that one. Exactly. He got, you know, You got. if you're doing a concert, you can't have all that craziness.
0: The so. next one I'm going to play, I have a funny uh, story about a, a wedding. The bride and groom both were amazing Prince fans. So I played uh, all all, the, all the, the great Prince dance music and there's so much of his music that is that's danceable that they're on albums that people never heard of right. So I was running out of Prince music and I played this. For those of you not watching us on YouTube, Solio's got a puzzled look on his face, like he doesn't recognize the song. I want to, I want to
1: play, that, that's it. I knew I, I recognize it, but it's, Erotic, yep. Because you have played, I have heard you play this before. So now, if you listen got
0: like to funk. what he says. Oh my Listen to the background singers. So we can fucking to the dawn, making love till cherry's gone. Wow. Now, so I'm I've got the the twelve inch dance single of this. Hmm. Everybody was prince fans. I'm playing it, the Groom's Drunk. He comes staggering up at the end of the song. He goes, man, I love me some Prince, man, but you got some serious balls playing that song at my wedding, dude. And he was like smiling. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, man, it says fuck like 25 times in it. I said, no, it doesn't. It says funk. And he goes, oh. All right, man, keep it up. And he walked away. So I had him convinced that Prince says we can funk until the dawn. You know what
1: though? You could make that case because when people sing, they tend to not articulate properly just because of the, you know, you want to fit the cadence in and, and yeah, you could make that
0: argument. Like, no, he's just saying like uptown like he's not saying uptown fuck. There 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 <laughs> is there is a version of Erotic City on I'm trying to think of which album it's on. It maybe on greatest hits, the B sides. Yeah. The sec um but it's like twelve and a half minutes long. Oh, okay. So I mean, he was notorious for for doing crazy long songs guitar- and editing it like, down for radio. Sure,
1: absolutely. Oh, you probably had like a lot of guitar solos in there that just didn't make the cut for radio purposes. But there's probably so much content. Well, I know there's so much content that that people haven't heard. And they're starting. It seems like they're starting to release some of it. I don't know if. He'd be thrilled with that. But are they uh, releasing some of the stuff they're finding?
0: Well, no, they they just released his Didn't first album.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. Well, but,
0: welcome to America. Well, now,
1: was this an album he had planned on releasing, or was this from the vault?
0: Well, no, this was a tour that he did back in two thousand and ten. Okay, the, this was the songs that gotcha. he did primarily on that tour. It was never released as an album, so they they took those songs and I've got it. I got it. Uh, first week of August when it came out. And it's fantastic because I'm a Prince fan. It's it's, sure. it's it's quintessential Prince. They could release um, a new album by him every three months for the next hundred years.
1: That's what I remember. I remember the you talking. Got
0: between 6,000 yeah. 6, songs.
1: <clears throat> that that to me is just fascinating. It would almost be a crime to not be able to hear stuff, even if there's stuff he would never have published. Just to see how this guy's brain worked, how someone could be so prolific. That that's the most fascinating thing to me about. Prince, uh i don't know that i can think of anybody who has that much content there really uh, is just anybody. sitting out there on on that, that they wrote
0: themselves there I, I don't think there is so there's there's some kind of history there i mean where he worked and where he lived he lived at paisley park and he sure. worked at paisley park so his people were used to getting calls at 2 15 in the morning yeah and, i want to record a song come on like in. whenever he had the inspiration in just come in
1: which is great i mean he had that instant instant gratification ability but still to think that he could come up with thousands and thousands and thousands of different melodies and arrange notes in that many different ways that and he was still inspired to create that's the part that baffles me is is, as many great artists as there is everybody's got a prime everybody has sort of a i don't know ammo and once you run out of ammo you're just it's kind of mediocre you you're not as inspired anymore you've kind of written your best stuff and, and he doesn't seem to have ever dealt with that. He almost couldn't get enough out, is how it seems. And that's, that, to me, will never not be fascinating. I'd love to see down the road some sort of documentary where they've gone through and they talk about, maybe they talk about some of his, how prolific he was and, and what this is. and. Well, think, I,
0: read, I read a, uh, a book called um, Dig, If You Will, The Picture. okay. And um, I'll loan it to you if you want to read it, even though you won't watch Yellowbeard. We're still waiting on the review from Yellowbeard Fine, from yeah, six, by next six season, weeks, right, six weeks ago. I'm not bitter. Um, when I saw him in concert at the uh, Ice Palace in Tampa back in the uh, mid-90s, mm-hmm. there was this huge, long runway that ran out into the audience. Okay. And at the yes. end was a wooden ramp. Okay, it looked like a skateboard mm-hmm. wooden ramp. The show opens. There's a spotlight on the curtain. The curtain opens slightly. He comes running out full speed. No music playing. All you hear is clip-clop, clip-clop as he's running down that runway in a bright yellow leather suit with six-inch yellow stiletto heels. He stops right before the ramp, slides up the ramp, clicks his heel over the top of the ramp, says into the microphone, Hey, Tampa, have you missed me? And then went into a song. That's what an opening it's like the coolest thing in the world but what song of his curious see if you know this what song of his did he Dude. let the crowd sing almost the entire song oh boy um I realize i put you on the spot that no but happy. I'm
1: in I am in because um, I actually have a list of some of their hits from from that you know their big period and I'm I'm gonna take a guess he
0: sat down at the piano and he played the opening riff of this song and then looked at the crowd and said y'all take it and the entire crowd sang the the opening to this song are you ready
1: yeah yeah I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. I met her in a hotel. i masturbating with a magazine. She said, How'd you like to waste some time and
0: I couldn't
1: so resist just, when I saw little Nikki ground? <laughs> so he just like let it. them take Darling like
0: Nikki, Nikki. He just let them take it, huh? And, and as soon as he started playing that, the crowd started saying, new a girl named Nikki, I and then they imagine thirty thousand people. Screaming that song at the top of their lungs.
1: Uh, I feel like someone had requested that years ago, when I was—I think I was DJing maybe at, at one of the uh, chain restaurants—and uh, and I feel like someone wanted to hear "Darling Nikki." Mm-hmm. I might have had to find some edited version of it, but that's that's funny, interesting. Just just say, I'm just let's go start off this way. You guys take it. I'm sure he put on a, just an incredible show. He seems like someone who would risk his health for the better of the show. You know, maybe long term. <laughs>
0: People who love Prince remember this from the Purple Rain soundtrack. He wrote a point to you. I would die for you. <laughs>
1: the,
0: the the Purple the Purple Rain soundtrack is the is will will be his stairway to heaven. His yeah. Hotel California. Right. His. Uh, The Wall by Pink Floyd or Thriller by Michael Jackson that's going to be his thing
1: When Dems Cry, Let's Go Crazy, Purple Rain, number one, number one number two on the charts at one point here in the US I mean not just three three songs, those are the first three songs I read from that
0: You mentioned DJing Um, what is your go to Prince song if you want the crowd to dance Uh, You know
1: there's a couple, I I do like Let's Go Crazy I try try to kind of skip the organ part that might be the one. Kiss is also because it does have a great That, hook, intro. that, hooks, that, that hooks. right, hook's right cool. there. That, so that. either of those two, but yeah, Kiss. I forgot. I haven't played Kiss in a while. But that. Uh,
0: yeah, Kiss. And
1: it works. It's such a great mix. Over you know, you kill the other one. Boom! Right into yeah, it's that. Kind of a riff. slam mix. It is a great slam mix. So so again, from the DJ point of view and from a dance perspective. In my case,
0: it's like uh, Love Shack, 10 Roof rusted yeah yeah
1: it's a good that would be a good cold like a cold transition into another popular 80s song and and they'd just ride that wave it's it's uh, so we we have many reasons to appreciate that song we have
0: we we've held off as long as we can but we can't can't hold off much much longer the ballad of Yes, co-written by Prince and Wendy Melvoin of Wendy and Lisa. And in the movie, they made it look like Wendy and Lisa had written this. I, never meant to call
1: you. I wonder if Steven X kicks herself stealthily. Like
0: yeah, Prince wrote a ton of, of songs that went number one for other people.
1: That's the uh, other thing about Prince that that I know. That's not part of him in the Revolution. That's just him as an artist. But that is amazing what a songwriter he was. I mean, was. you
0: talk about the women the man had. Are you kidding me? Sheena Easton in her prime. Yeah. He, Van- um, vanity for God's sake. Kim Basinger. I mean, he probably
1: discovered a lot of these when they were yeah. so young. Had him, you know, in his dressing room. God knows what Carmen he did. Ele- Carmen Electra. <laughs> Carmen Electra.
0: Carmen he, Electra. He's, he's the one that discovered her.
1: He broke her in. Yeah. More literally, ways than one. Literally. Yeah
0: and uh but yeah i mean i i just i'm a massive massive prince fan and we wanted to do talk about the and the revolution because we could do uh i we'll, we'll probably talk about prince on every uh chance we get when uh, when he comes up they asked eric clapton how it felt to be the greatest guitar player on earth and he goes i would no ask prince
1: which is weird because he's such a cocky prince <laughs> he's, just, he's just such a
0: dick <laughs> and for him to say that I read, I read his autobiography which should have been called i'm the asshole <laughs> <laughs>
1: seriously i the more and you and you did bring that to my attention and the more digging i've done i'm like wow he's Derek uh, domino's uh, number
0: one song okay we don't need out, you eric get out of could here. you
1: imagine that's how much like they, Great, they but, just oh number
0: one song you don't need you eric whatever
1: yeah yeah. It's, it's just oh, yeah. the yard
0: birds no we don't need your Eric Number tells you a you.
1: shitty working environment is worse than being famous yeah. that's what that tells me because they're like yeah well, yeah, we'll just ride the wave of that hit now and, and, but yeah he must have been a terror and, and, uh, and it was really I, I remember reading the story when he first saw Jimi Hendrix play he was like why didn't you tell me this guy was so good like he was all insecure I'm like dude you come on Eric Clapton shut up so it's interesting that he said that, but maybe he finally came to terms with that there were other great guitar players. But well, Prince
0: know, and the Revolution. I just uh absolutely I'm really glad we got a chance to uh to talk about him. Yeah, because, I'm surprised
1: uh, it took took us so long to like uh to, to, to add that because you know, he's uh He's always had his end. He's had some we, yeah, friends. We, with we him. only
0: got to come up with a couple more and those. Then we'll be wrapping up uh, season four, and we're going to take the month of October off this year. Uh, last year we took off September. We changed it away. We're going to try to alternate our months off a little bit, but uh, we'll take breaks periodically as needed. We'll be we come back after this uh, brief interlude of uh, commercial um, payments. Mm-hmm. We will be talking about the uh, top four televangelists. Of all time, there was a lot more on this list than I than I thought. I'm curious to see your uh, your in, your entries as well. Some prints as we segue out. Looking for a unique and different kind of entertainment for your next fun event? Try a real live TV-style game show at your home or your next event. All your favorites, The Feud, Jeopardy, Pyramid, Match Game, The Really wood Game, and on and on. This is no board game or DVD version. This is the real deal. Full-blown TV setups just like going to Hollywood but saving you the trip to the West Coast. All ages love game shows and styles available to fit all budgets. Call 727-531-8880 or visit the website at gameshowparty.com and plan your next event being the one everybody will be talking about. Game Show Party, located right here in the Tampa Bay area. Social distancing guidelines respected. Hey everyone, it's Solio from the lighter side of dark. Let's be honest,
1: 2020 has not been a lot of fun so far, and we could all probably use some laughs. When I need some laughs, my favorite place in the world to be is at Sidesplitters Comedy Club in Tampa, Florida. Live stand-up comedy every Wednesday through Sunday night. Nationally touring acts. There's even acts you've probably never heard of that are hilarious. If you've never seen a live stand-up show, I want you to go. They are so much different in person and they are so much better. You feel the energy. You really feel like you're part of something special. Sidesplitterscomedy.com. You can get your tickets online. You can pick out your seats online. So you can sit wherever you want. If you want to be in the back because you're afraid, that's fine. You can do that. Go to Sidesplitterscomedy.com and grab your tickets today.
0: Now it's time for our Mount Rushmore segment, brought to you by Sidesplitters Comedy Club in Tampa. We're back with uh, segment number three season four episode 11 lighter side of dark paul where can they uh find out more about us
1: uh you can go to if you have facebook go to lsd podcast
0: there's also a truck stop on (laughs) i-75 uh the men's bathroom third stall on the left
1: you can probably find one of us at the truck stop too but uh uh, if you want to if you want to lsd uh up that glory (laughs) hole
0: (laughs) everything like
1: nothing just spackle it up Um, LSD podcast you could just Google search that that'll take you to our our, our link on Facebook you could uh, lightersidedark.com you know just use your search engine to find us if you have Spotify you can listen to us on there or whatever whatever your platform or or podcast of choice is pretty much everything except iHeartRadio which eventually someday uh, down you know 20 years from now we'll say oh made it so you can uh, and you can write us if you want to write us sometimes we'll get mail and I'll read it on the air uh, in the first segment and that is listener just singular listener at lightersideofdark.com
0: and we are going to revisit viewer mail we'll try to do it maybe next week sure yeah yeah we could do viewer mail episode 13 kind of like end of the season wrap up let people you know yeah shit on us for an hour. sure yeah i'll
1: kind of go through them and see what uh, what makes the cut what <laughs> may good and bad
0: all right, Paul, for this next segment, I think we're going to need to do our church voices. It's church on Sunday. Let's all open our hymnals to page 109, and let's sing the uh, Doobie Brothers' biggest hit in honor of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Jesus is just all right. Everybody sing the doo doo dos won't you please? All right, televangelists. televangelists. Do we do we have any criteria? If the, these have to be TV guys or just famous preachers? I'm you know, going, I,
1: I'm open it up to all. I'm opening it up to all. I tend it tends. It seems to me like a lot of the most famous have appeared on TV. Maybe that's how I am familiar with them. But yeah. I'm open to whoever's names or or influences or controversies right, or whatever. You know,
0: I'm lobbing the ball over to yeah. you. Yeah. All right. So you get to open it up.
1: I'll, I'll open it up with uh, one of the younger ones to uh, to take the stage hold on i think you know
0: i'm 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 reading
1: joel olstein joel olstein one of the uh one of the new blood of of uh prosperity gospel bullshit yes as i like to call it shysters as as as, is another good word for it um scam artists peddlers swindlers whatever you want to call it at
0: least jim jones drank his own kool-aid yeah right that's true uh as much you might you might hate jim jones for the horrible thing he did and all those people dying but he did it himself. Yeah. The same the same guy who did Heaven's Gate. He he killed himself too. He
1: was crazy. He committed to the crazy. Yeah. This guy couldn't even commit to the church. Now he's now they're selling like anti-aging products or something. But there was of course that Uh, to sum up Joel Osteen, you're probably very familiar with him, but he kind of grew into a big, one of those mega church pastors with his sermons that became, you would start seeing him on television and... um, Oh, he's a prolific book writer too. Oh, prolific book writer, of course. They always are great authors. I remember seeing him really rise in the early, early 2000s personally. That's when I remember seeing him start to kind of come out of nowhere. Like, who's this guy who's just preaching and acting like everything's great? You're like, 30, dude. What do you know? And uh, so he kept growing in fame, and he must have been really good with his his, his orating skills. What is
0: his net worth now? Is it $150 million
1: Oh, boy. You or know, more than that? Probably, because of... A
0: quarter of a billion?
1: The master of the grift. I wish they had... They should really on the on the list that I'm kind of looking at. They should have their net worth as part of their stats because that's really all these people are, are looking for anyway. Is he's
0: based in Houston, if I remember
1: correctly. I believe so. Yeah, and that is another part of the controversy that sort of led him away from the the churches, as as we remember the hurricane. I uh, forget which hurricane it was. Harvey. Harvey. Hurricane Harvey
0: came through, and then went back out to sea, and then came back in again, uh-huh. and they had record record rainfall. And he didn't even open up his church. Didn't offer to his, offer own, to do his it. own parishioners.
1: I think he did after pressure to do it. He finally like okay and did. But the by then it, the damage was already done. It was pretty clear he was not interested in getting involved or helping. And then when it shed light, like well you have a church, why haven't you? And he was like, oh no one asked me. I think that was his response. Uh, not the best response when you're supposed to be a man of god uh, mm-hmm. sort of being the intermediary between what is god's word and you know, oh no one asked me that's something that that like a mid-level employee says when they don't want to get in trouble for a stupid task so i think that was sort of is the end of the line for the for most of the prosperity gospel stuff and then now there's as far as i know selling skincare products so back to like a more appropriate grift like out in the open bullshit, instead yep. of you know get these old people to really truly believe.
0: So I yep, think so Joel Osteen, the next generation version of probably some of the other people that were about I, to talk absolutely about. the the one I'm going to open up with is pro- is probably not one of the big two that you're thinking of. Maybe uh, not, but, but I'm going to go with uh, uh, Jimmy and Tammy Faye. Baker. Abs- no, he was on my list. Yep, yep. Jimmy and Tammy Faye. Baker. Absolutely, huge um, huge controversy. Yep. Had uh, raped Jessica Hahn, uh, a woman who eventually uh, starred in a Sam Kennison video. I think that was her, her claim to mm-hmm. fame. Um, yeah. Uh, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker uh, considered it at some, at some point to be one of the most trusted men in America. Interesting, isn't um, it? But then what goes on behind the scenes uh, shouldn't surprise a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. I have a friend who's a Roman Catholic, and he goes, "Do you know why uh, all altar boys' uh, hair is parted down the middle?" Oh no, <laughs> I, I'm afraid to answer. For those, those of you things. that can't see what I'm doing, is it okay? So whatever you do, just don't <laughs> tell your mother. <laughs> so, So um, don't tell your parents. Just, you're just petting the head from yeah. side to side, like, yeah, one so, with each hand. Uh, yeah, they, they, uh, uh, <laughs> it's hard to believe the church, you know, would be, have any anything to do with a sex scandal. Uh, when you take something away from priests, they. They have to get it somewhere, as they say, and it's not natural because if God made us in that way and right. wanted us to begat and procreate, anyway. I'm getting that's off that's topic. Jim, no, but and but Timmy, you're right.
1: It's, it's Jim like, and Tammy Faye
0: Baker. Um, what was the name of their show? Was it? It, it wasn't. Was it, were they hosting the Seven Hundred Club at the time?
1: Maybe. Uh, I'm trying to. I just had their organization, PTL Club. Yes, the PTL, the PTL Club. That's what it is. Um, yeah, and I'll never forget. The, uh, this was the late 80s, by the way, if you, if you remember the, the Jessica Hans I think it was 88, maybe. And I'll never forget that. The first time I remember, this was like when it became a huge story. That scene of him, these crocodile tears on stage. I have sinned. Like, and he was trying, and this was his, like, you know, apology to his people on. The-
0: I think you may have. Oh, wait. You may be crossing over. I think you're talking about another guy who's on our list. Jimmy Swagger. That's Jimmy Swagger. You're right. Yes. You're right. Jimmy Swagger. Okay, so we'll save that. We, that, that, we, know that we, we just might as well transition. It was the wrong Jimmy. Yeah, we that. And do you thing. know who Jimmy Swagger's favorite uh, famous cousin is? Oh, no. I'm afraid to know. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, boy. Oh, that's not In the movie Great Balls of Fire, yeah Alec Baldwin plays the young Jimmy Swagger. Interesting. Wow. I th- did not know that, but uh,
1: boy, I don't know if I'd want to be associated with with Jimmy. But yeah, that was uh, so. We'll, we'll we'll take Jim Baker, put that on Jimmy Swagger. That was the scene I was talking about. back in the eighty eight. So that's that's
0: yeah, that's one of the other ones we. Were, I'm sure we were going to talk about. Probably
1: just because I'll, I'll never forget that scene where he was he was crying and and the, and the tears. I have and, sinned and,
0: and against the Lord, and, and it
1: was like one of those. I'm sorry, I got caught. Things yeah. one of the first public types of apologies where it was so, it was so But I so asked fake. the
0: Lord for forgiveness, and yeah. I have been forgiven, and you can be forgiven too. Right. Nice segue.
1: He, yeah, he tried to kind of, like, like, I'm apologizing, now I'm trying to humanize myself, and now I'm trying to include you, and you it fuck It really up too. wasn't
0: my fault. You should have seen the way she was dressed. I mean, them cans. She was asking for it. <laughs> she, the Lord, she was She was asking
1: for it through the Lord. and <laughs> My erection was given to me not through
0: her, but through divine intervention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God!
0: Yep, Jimmy Swagger's famous. So, uh, famous cousin. If, Jerry if nothing Leroy. else.
1: We could put him on uh, honorable mention if 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 someone else bumps him. But yeah. So Jimmy Swagger, that was a big, that was a big moment. His biggest moment, really.
0: I, I would think so was, as well. Was getting Definitely. busted. Um, who else you got? The the one big name we we haven't. Uh, even touched on yet.
1: Uh let's see. There was one other that I that, where was he? The uh Jerry Falwell was one that I had been considering, but I feel like True. I might be missing one.
0: Oh you're definitely missing who, one. Who is is it? Fal- Falwell or is uh um uh, Larry Flint from uh Hustler magazine called him Fartwell. <laughs> Can you believe Reverend Fartwell? The mis- mis- That's like
1: the perfect middle school insult for yeah, like, like, like yeah. Mr. Like-
0: Flett, you know his name is Falwell. Well, I, well, Fartwell, Falwell, whatever. <laughs> Fartwell. He's just a liar. Good old, good old Jerry Fallwell. That's hilarious. The one
1: I think that we that is got to be on there is Billy Graham. Billy Graham. That's who I'm forgetting. He's one of the most famous. He's the Muhammad Ali of yeah, televangelists. Yeah. He,
0: he was the one that made televangelical TV shows. He put him on the map right. pretty
1: much. Yeah, kind of the, the godfather. <laughs> Billy. The godfather Graham.
0: Yeah. I was like when Don Rickles would see him in the audience. Ah, oh, look, the uh, the wonderful Billy Graham. Hey Billy, good to have you here. By the way, my hand it's been hurting. Can you do something about that? <laughs> my hand's been bothering me. Oh, I bet he could. He uh he consulted and advised I think it was seven presidents. God been to the White House to advise because that's what we need is a televangelist advising our president as to what to do.
1: Right, you know, because we are a Christian nation, apparently. I, and that was, according to Bush, we're a Christian nation, suddenly. So, yeah, great. Thanks, Billy Graham. Lived to be 99 years old, too, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. He and just he died a couple years ago. Yeah, 2018. Last year.
1: 2018. Yeah, just but a couple years ago. You might ago. as well. Last year might as well be three years ago, the way as crazy as things have been.
0: Also, uh, we could make a case for Pat Robertson. Yeah, he's another
1: name that I think people would recognize. There, there's like a few that kind of, I, I'd say, could rotate or depending on maybe where you grew up or who who you watched or who you were familiar with, maybe what region you probably grew to see one more than the other, but he, he's definitely up there too. Uh, he had
0: political aspirations. He ran for president. Which is president. terrifying. He ran for president in was it 2000? On the Republican ticket, I, I think it was. That's or it nuts. might have been 96. It seemed like it was a long time ago. It does,
1: it does seem like it's a long time ago. And then, and then you think about it.
0: It reminds me yeah. of that thing I said a few weeks ago where if you see a homeless person on the street, you, you, you don't want to give them money, yet you'll give money to a billionaire. Yeah, I don't know. I I would not,
1: but there, yeah, people definitely they they donate. It's weird. They you can help a person directly. Instead, you give it to a church, and they. Th- it's like I want to know what they think with it because in their mind, I'm helping the church, and, and I'm using air quotes here. But when they donate their money, did they don't even ask where it goes? What the church? What does the church need this money? What does the church do with this money? Do you use it in the community? Do you use it to improve your structure? Do you use it? You know, it, no one ever asked the questions. And then you got Osteen flying in on his private jet. People still don't ask those questions. Like, yeah, I know he started making a ton from his, you know, speaking engagements. I'm sure he charged. Well, I think but his, that's after I think you his build his the
0: jet. His church has an active membership of 11,000. Eleven thousand? Yeah, that's I mean that's like the the church holds like fifty five hundred or something. Okay. So I mean you know every Sunday morning he's got a packed house. It's like
1: he yeah, could turn like, two
0: like, like Liberace and Wayne Newton for God's sake. He could turn
1: two two shows. If he probably did, he was probably doing a morning and an evening and charging God knows how much and, and it's even, all for the church. Uh, but
0: but, God, but uh, now I don't know. I have never watched watched enough of Joel Osteen to know, but I know that Billy Graham and Jimmy Swaggart absolutely performed healings at their on their Sunday did that yeah Tuesday. I do
1: I do remember some of those you know the, those it's just funny I just saw a clip of one of those today like one of those ah, they're, yeah. um, sometimes they're speaking in tongues sometimes they're not sometimes they're just like speaking in English but being really dramatic with with all these plants and all of a sudden they can walk again or mm-hmm. they can see again yeah. nobody asks any questions I, I just want to like can we just okay you can see again did sit you, here did, for did, a minute let's did, talk to you did, did you
0: see the Steve Martin movie A Leap of Faith
1: no, I didn't.
0: Great movie, very, very, very well done. He plays a televangelist. Okay. And they have hidden cam- microphones and cameras all around the room. Okay. So so the, he's got people in the back room listening. Okay. My name is Gene, and I ho- hope he can do something about my bad back. Uh, my name is Paul. I lost a bunch of money recently. I hope he can help me find where the money is. Okay. Uh, and then so he, he Steve Martin would walk out there and had an earpiece. Yeah, yeah. And they would go. A lady in the pink to your right. Her name is Jean. She's got a bad back. And he'd go, where's Jean? And she would go, remind me of Kendra from the the, the Cleveland show. Okay. That's me. And he goes, you have a bad back. I, I feel like you have a bad back. I do. I do. Stand up and come up here. And he'd put his hand on her back. You're healed. And shove him to the ground. And, and I just it's just so much insane quackery right and and then you see people just like 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 on a spoon just just eating it up uh, eating i know they're up, like eating they're, they're
1: eating it up as if it's magic and they want they want to believe so bad that they do and i think that's the problem is when you want to believe so bad that you don't even ask any questions you don't want any kind of proof or you don't want any follow up doesn't like wouldn't this be a huge thing don't you want to sit and talk to these people that have just been cured of these debilitating diseases on the spot Shouldn't shouldn't that be a bigger news story? Like, God cures blindness. Wow! Instead, it's just a footnote in this long production. Like,
0: and it just no no questions asked. Faith. Faith. That's as defined by Webster's Dictionary, is the belief in something or someone with, with no evidence. And they find those people that have faith. They use it as their key
1: because they know the ones that love faith are the ones that will believe the things you tell them it's it's a perfect grift and and i i don't think that you know i feel like it's dying off it seems like it's just those older generations that can't let go of it they just don't seem to i buy don't know
0: it. man you go on facebook you can't go on facebook without I seeing I at least facebook. 10 or 15 things about you know today is the day and i'm gonna leave it to you jesus <sighs> take it from me lord and god and, and stuff and I don't know. Gets back to that. Hey, dude, I sent two boats and a helicopter for you. What, right. what, 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 do, you, what do you want? Yeah, um, I
1: sent a vaccine.
0: Did hey, you take it? <laughs> and, and and lately, lately, I have been, uh, you know, touched by it with uh, with losing Mark. Yeah, I don't know how many people, dozens, if not maybe hundreds, were praying for him like crazy. Absolutely, he's dead and gone.
1: Yeah, there was not not a single person wanted to see the result that we saw.
0: When when there's when there's no real and he didn't
1: deserve it either, so it's not like it was karma. Uh-huh. You know, it's not like he was someone, he was a great guy. So that uh-huh. argument goes out the window that no good things happen to good people and just pray.
0: Yeah, cuz the good Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Anytime you can't explain something, God's mysterious. Right. That was awfully mysterious. Any other time God's very very clear as to what he wants. Exactly. It's, Notice that he's a he, by the way. Mhm. The he has a gender. I wonder if he pees sitting down at this age. I'm just it's, curious. You know,
1: they even has a. He probably has a white beard and everything. I, I think they probably know exactly what he looks like physically too. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. well, people say you know God made us in His image. I think it's the other way around. We made God in our image, in in a way we could understand. Exactly. We, we, we had we didn't know what caused earthquakes and volcano eruptions or disease. So we, we had to we had to explain something in yeah. our fragile little minds. Of course, but here it is twenty twenty one. But if you said to someone that uh, I'm going to church this Sunday at the First Antioch Church of Santa Claus, people would laugh at you. Um, and after that, you go to Easter Bunny School. <laughs> they would laugh at you. The flying church of flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, the that, church that's of the flying spaghetti monster. You know, they, I think they, that they kind of proves your
1: it. point. That's what they. Trying to show how ridiculous.
0: And I irritated one of my religious friends. I know you're going to find that hard to believe. But I irritated <laughs> one of my religious friends by saying, I, I said, you're an atheist. He goes, no, I'm not. I said, you absolutely are. Do you believe in Zeus? Zeus? No, that's stupid. You're an atheist. Do you believe in Allah? Through the teachings of Muhammad? No. Then you're an atheist. You're an atheist to that religion. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this room is an atheist to something else. At one time, there were a thousand Worship gods on this planet. Now, supposedly, we're down to two or three. As Christopher Hitchens used to say, we're getting dangerously close to the truth. <laughs> yeah. The closer we get, or gods are going extinct soon. We better. This is your last
1: chance to load goes, up you know on. What the you if
0: you cross a Jehovah's Witness with a Unitarian, he goes, "What?" He goes, "Somebody who knocks on your door for no apparent reason." <laughs> and did you hear about the Amish girl that got kicked out of the uh, out of the church? You know why? Why two men a night.
1: Oh no. <laughs> Two men and I oh, there's so that uh, you know what? That's and some, I gotta, I gotta some them, smart uh I gotta some, tell some, another, another Christopher humor.
0: another Christopher Hitchens story. There was a, a a Navy uh cadet uh in the uh the, the British Royal Navy, early nineteen hundreds okay. and this uh, admiral admiral is, is grilling him in front of the class. And he goes, All right, you're you're on your boat. And you're being pushed towards the rocks on a leeward shore, and um, how would you? Uh, and the wind is whipping. The wind is whipping you and pushing you towards the rocks. What do you do? He says, well, I, I, I turn the wheel uh, hard to starboard and and add more sail and and push away from the rocks. And he goes, yes, but the wind keeps getting worse and worse, and you're still heading towards the rocks. What do you do? I turn the wheel even harder starboard and add more sail and hope to pull away from the rocks. And he goes, but the wind is still increasing, and it's getting worse. What do you do? He goes, I, I kick the wheel as hard as I can to starboard, and I add more sail. And the admiral says, where are you getting all of this uh, made-up extra sail from? He goes, from the same place you're getting all this made-up wind. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, as long as you're going to make up stuff, I can make up stuff, right. too. you got to
1: be even playing field here.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, uh, now, I, I have to stop and think. I probably was nine, third grade, when it dawned on me, there really was no Santa Claus, a man in a red and white suit, who yeah. made himself teeny-weeny and small with magic dust, and came down our chimney, because we didn't have a chimney. Okay, uh, so
1: that's a little, you know... Uh, it's right there, you start asking a few questions. Yeah,
0: and, and then yeah, then the, the cookies and milk, and and then, you know... <laughs> I think that was
1: about the age I was starting yeah. to be suspicious. And I'm kind of
0: like, okay, well, you know what? Santa is kind of a a symbol of of uh, if you're good and you and you do good, you you'll, yeah. you'll get rewarded. Right. I, I can understand that. I was a kid. I understood that. Yet the rest of it is we're just totally indoctrinated in it and just bathed in it and washed in it so much to the point where we start believing that it's true, which is kind of the 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 Trump stuff. Yeah you start believing that it's true it's weird i mean he tr- just says i've been the greatest president of all time and his people go he's been the greatest president of all then time they just it's and and that's the the
1: thing about the whole how they've made it a greatest sport.
0: economy in yeah. the entire world ever best ben, of all time not true at all no
1: well, he inherited a, a pretty good one and then, he, then he's just he's been you know doing everything he can to, to slow it down destroy it for the next foreseeable future and but, yeah, it's it's sad that they, he could say whatever he want, and that sports team mentality, they, they repeat it, because it's like, now nah, we're... You know, that's, that's what it reminds me of, because sports argument... Whenever I hear people argue about sports, I'm always like, well, it's always such a biased point of view, and it's always you're fighting with your emotion because you love this team, so you're going to defend them because they're your team. And that's what people do with Trump and, and the GOP subsequently. But a, he's my guy, so I'm defending my guy, and then we're going to spin his at shit at all costs. At all costs, and and beyond the cost of humanity and logic, and that that's why it bugs me that they still do red versus blue, and they make it they make it easy to create a team atmosphere. There should be no colors associated with either, or it should be all the same, and they just need to dull that. But CNN would never do because it sells. It's it's attractive. It's easy to follow. Red state, blue state. Plus, plus, you know, this team, that team, the bad team,
0: the good you team. You know, here's here's what you're afraid of. Yeah, and here's who to blame for it. Right. It's it's that's just, how you get elected. Yeah. Michael Douglas said that in the movie The American President. That's
1: the Republican playbook forever. And uh, I I feel like I'm I'm hoping that this next push is going to be from the other side. Like, mm, actually, no. Here's why we are where we are.
0: Well, you remember what it was like a few days after, or a couple weeks after nine eleven. America was together. They were united, absolutely. Everybody united was waving American flags. Uh, "God bless the USA" was being sung every night at karaoke. Tragedy
1: brings the country together. Like and that. all of
0: a sudden, COVID came. That could have been a galvanizing moment. It could have brought Americans together. Instead, in the era of Trump, it's divisive.
1: And and I feel like I have seen cases where it has brought people together. But the rise of the internet and the, the awareness that you can use the internet to spread disinformation and weaponize it, that has become very, very prominent in the last five to 10 years. So there's always gonna be those people that are actively working against you and, and you see it. I find there are also a lot of people who kind of are scared still, wear masks or, or try to keep... you know. I've not really been yelled at for wearing a masks. I'm vaccinated, but just in case I'm an asymptomatic carrier and someone isn't, even though I think they should get it, I just try to minimize it. Maybe we can get rid of the next variant. If you know, I don't like wearing it, but it's almost done.
0: Somebody said to me the other day, we're going to have this with us the rest of our lives. It'll be like a flu shot. It'll be like a pneumonia vaccine. And I said, okay, what if you're right? What does that mean? We'll adapt to this, and we'll get a booster every couple of years or every year, and we'll just move on with our lives. So right. what if you're right? It doesn't have to be. Oh my God! It's the end of the world politically. If you're right, then that just means if I got to get a shot every couple of years to make sure I don't catch this horrible disease or die from it, yeah, then then I get the shot. Yeah, that that's
1: the scary thing is that they've been able to make this a political thing. When it has nothing to do with politics, that's the scary part. Is they've taken a non-political issue and they are good at doing that. The, the the GOP and they 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 shoehorn it as a political issue uh, or attach it to something and then sudden, like they do with pork barreling, you know, they just, here's something unrelated but I'm going to use this as my real, and and it's been working and that's scary. So, um, I just, And I heard they put a microchip in horse warmer warmer. Mm, right. That's the, that the again, that, Cognitive dissonance—we're talking about. How funny, un- is,
0: how funny is that going to be? There's people that are literally drinking horsey. They
1: are there. There was someone I just read a, 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 a some. It, there's a, a website called Not the Onion or a subreddit called Not the Onion, and these are stories that sound like they're from on the Onion, but they're real stories. And it had to do with someone who, the judge ruled they had the hospital had to treat him with this with the ivervectin or the the uh, the horseworm medicine. They that was some sort of whatever freedom of so it was ruled that they had to treat him with it it's just incredible they they believe that but but what they're saying is all lies i just don't know why they think this is credible and the other than the other isn't
0: we live in a weird time man and that's it why is. that's why it's been very very interesting doing this podcast with you because it's much, been, as much as i love america i hate americans sometimes
1: I, I i do too i think it's helping me and maybe it's helping us both process what is going on and try to make sense of it and I, that's kind of what it Started as is, we need some kind of outlet Idiot, to figure out what's going imbeciles,
0: on. imbeciles, morons—all words came up by the U.S. government to three, describe intellect. Three different levels of intelligence, by the way. And and right now, uh, I do not believe that everything Joe Biden does is perfect because he has a D next to his name. I don't believe that for no, a No, not at all. I no. don't. I I don't suck at the Joe Biden teat. No. If I disagree with what he. Does or says, I'll say it. I
1: don't like his AG pick. I do I like say that. I don't like Merrick Garland as a pick. That's one thing I didn't like because he's not gonna. He's kind of conservative. He kind of leans that way. So yeah, that shows me. Well,
0: I've been. We've been pretty lucky. The Supreme Court has not turned out to be the shit show that we thought. Not it was as going. bad.
1: I'm still worried about certain things. Texas and abortion is. is
0: mm-hmm. I saw where they just. Uh, they just allowed that uh, uh, heinous uh, 17th century abortion law.
1: Meanwhile, all the rich guys are just going to fly somewhere else, get it done, or get it done in secret with no consequences whatsoever. But they want to control you just because it, it's a hot button. They, just, they, they don't even really want to control them. They just want the votes. So they say they want to control It's crazy.
0: Well, we morphed into this discussion by talking about our top four televangelists of all time. Billy, Gra- Billy Graham, <laughs> got to be on the list. Yeah,
1: Billy Graham. Jimmy Swagger. Jimmy Swagger. Jim Baker with Tammy. Tammy there, and, 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 jo- and Joel Osteen. And Joel Osteen as the yeah. young new ringleader to bring more shame to yeah, the Yeah, with,
0: with Pat Robertson and maybe Jerry Furtwell.
1: Maybe Jerry Furtwell and Pat Robertson kind of sitting on the bench waiting to, waiting to tag in if, if necessary.
0: There we go. Please. All right, we're going to be back next week with uh, Season 4, Episode 12. That will be um, Segment 1 next week. We'll talk about um, September 11th, because it will be the 20th anniversary. That's right. Uh, next uh, next week, it's we'll coming talk up. about that. Yes. So we're going to talk about what we went through on uh, that particular day, a very, very sad day. Everybody
1: America knows if they, history, were, if they were live Everybody knows everybody. Where they were. That's the JFK of the next generation, for So sure. we
0: So we need an and the... Musical group for next week. <sighs> yes, we do, and we agreed we weren't going to do groups like Jerry and the Pacemakers, Eric Burden and the Animals. They needed a
1: couple had, hits at least, not yeah. just one or two. I mean, so. you can go
0: back to Bill Haley and the Comets. That's or true. To, or Danny and the Juniors, but they only had maybe two three, or, two, two or, three, or three, three, maybe like two that, or three songs.
1: And, uh, yeah. I mean, well, it's if we're that desperate, we're that desperate. But we'll see if uh, maybe between now and Wednesday we can come up with them. I got
0: one. George Thoroughgood. Oh, and the destroyers, and the Delaware destroyers. Yeah, there we go. There's our. There's that sounds our, good. There's our and the for next week.
1: And I, and I like a little little bluesy.
0: Uh Bluesy and there's enough hits to talk about there. I think so. There's enough hits to talk about. I think so, too. About. So uh, check us out at Lightersideofdark.com, spelled exactly the way the good Lord intended it to be spelled. No, true. no extra funny spelling. Or
1: if you're on that Google machine, LSD podcast will find you your way to the Lord.
0: That is <laughs> absolutely true. <laughs> or, <charming>. or us. <laughs> or us. <laughs> <it's> the opposite <laughs> of the Lord. Yeah. And uh, glad to see that uh, you and the family are doing well. Thank you. I was, I was definitely concerned for you guys. And uh, yours as
1: well. We've, last uh, week. So far, we've come out unscathed recently. We're going to hope that that trend continues, and, and this, for all of you.
0: And this weekend, looking forward to having some cuppy cakes. Cuppy cakes, yep. I'm actually a customer.
1: Chocolate, this. vanilla icing, red velvet, cream cheese frosting. Yeah. I but, will be but but Buttercream those. frosting
0: on the chocolate. Remember. On
1: the chocolate. Chocolate with uh, vanilla Butter buttercream. buttercream. Oh, I can't wait. Yes.
0: We've uh, told everybody about them, so they're pretty darned excited. We'll see everybody back next week. Stay safe. Wear your masks. Or if you are vaccinated, don't wear your mask. Do whatever you want. It's free country, but think about others with, when, with whatever you do. That's it. See you guys next week. See you. i sorry the Dark Podcast is a brainchild of DJs Rob Smith and Paul Solio. A weekly podcast recorded in the famed DJ school studios in Spring Hill, Florida. Original music provided by Seth Look and a local Tampa band called Utska. Announcer Dave Anthony. Nothing in the podcast is meant to be taken seriously for entertainment purposes only. Written and produced by both Rob Smith and Paul Solio. Divisions of R. U.S.P. events and entertainment and Solio entertainment edited by Rob Smith, written by Paul Solio. Hey everybody, Rob Smith here from the lighter side of dark. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your busy day to listen to one of our podcasts. Don't be afraid to go back in the archives and start at the beginning. Season one, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. But first of all, thanks for being a listener. We do appreciate it.